It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The biggest breaking news stories and outspoken opinion. The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio. Thank you very much indeed for joining me this morning. Another sweltering hot day. I mean, I, I got in my cab around five-ish and it, it's already, it's already boiling hot. Uh, if you've managed any sleep at all, just round of applause. Well done to everybody. Get up James Max with his air con. But honestly, we're all going around James's tonight to sleep because we get a decent night's sleep there. But whether you're watching on Talk TV or listening on Talk Radio, it's fabulous to have you company. Thank you very much indeed for joining us. Well, today is the big day. I mean, it feels like the championship contest has been going on for two months already. We've got another two months to go, folks. Uh, but we're down to the eight final candidates, uh, those who could actually muster 20 MPs to support them. Um, we did see a few fall uh, by the wayside yesterday, um, including, of course, Grant Shapps uh, and the uh, the Transport Secretary and the former Health Secretary, Sajid Javid, uh, the first of the Cabinet last week uh, to resign. And, of course, also Raymond Shisti, uh, the minister that no one had heard of at all, who put his hat into the ring and couldn't muster a single MP to support him. But hey, at least we've got our Christmas quiz question sorted. Uh, we have to have the, the correct spelling, otherwise you don't get the point. Pretty Patel didn't enter, as many had expected, but uh, eight candidates did get through. Today, uh, one, one o'clock-ish, uh, the voting starts at secret ballot of MPs. This time, though, they have to get 30 votes to get through. And even if you do get 30, uh, those the one with the lowest number of votes uh, will fall by the wayside. Rishi Sunak, Liz Truss, Penny Morden leading the way. Tom Tuganet doing a lot better than many have expected. But uh, others, obviously, many things likely to drop out in the coming days. Later in the show, we will be talking to supporters of various candidates and we'll also be talking to the Chancellor, one of the leadership candidates, Nadim Sahawi. So do stay tuned for all of that. Uh, joining me for all the chat is Conservative commentator Benedict Spence. Good morning to you. Good morning. Um, I haven't asked you before, but we talk of you as a Conservative commentator. Are you a Conservative Party member? Do you get a vote? I'm not a Conservative Party member. I'm very clear that I think you can only really be an effective commentator on something if you're not a fan. That's, yeah. that's exactly what I've always thought. I've always said, you know, I'm, I'm not a party member of any mm. party, and I've, my vote has gone to many different parties over the years. I mean, not the Green Party. I'm not insane. <laughs> um, but, um, uh, but, but, you know, I, I'm, you know I, I am genuinely a, a floating voter. Yeah, I um, think that that's probably the best way to, especially if you're in the media or a journalist. I don't really see how it can be that yeah. you're sort of signed up to the agenda of a party, which no, I think being a member often is. I, yeah, absolutely. Um, it, but it, it's interesting. We've been told again and again that um, it, is, it is Penny Morton who is the favourite among mm. uh, party members. But a brand new poll for opinion has put Rishi Sunak the favourite. So he's the leader of, of, of Tory MPs' mm. votes so far. Well, declared support. 
secret ballot today. Very, very different. Um, he's got 28% support. It's hardly overwhelming. Mm. It's not Boris Johnson levels from, from 2019. Uh, Liz Truss second at 20%. And after that, Penny Morden. We've been told Penny Morden is the front runner. Um, lots of, I mean, lots of launches yesterday. Yeah. Kimmy Badenoch, Tom Togenhat and Rishi Sunak. Obviously, Rishi, I suppose, was the, the big one. Um, lots of infighting, lots of big names in the cabinet coming out for various candidates. We've got Rob and Shap supporting Rishi Sunak. We've got uh, Nadine Dorries and Jacob Rees-Mogg supporting Liz Truss. Um, but it's got very bitter and nasty already, hasn't it? It has. And I mean, I suppose when you've got this number, this many candidates and relatively so little between them, I know Rishi yeah. Sunak is doing quite well, but not as well as you might expect, uh, given, given all the press and well, the amount be- of effort. people that expected after the non-DOM tax. That's certainly true. But out. That's certainly true. But no- nonetheless, I don't think you'd necessarily say, yes, he's a shoe in to win at this moment. And I think actually when you've got that level of competition, yeah, it's always going to get a bit, yeah. little bit nasty, given that somebody will be going home tonight, like a game show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> well, I mean, I would, I would expect, I mean, given how a few of them kind of just scraped over the line, realistically, mm. if people won't declare for you publicly, that's a bit of a giveaway, surely. Yeah. There were claims, <laughs> weren't there, that Rishi Sunak had lent votes to Jeremy Hunt. I and mean, we've seen this before, these shenanigans. <laughs> the front-running candidate, you lend votes to a candidate, you're pretty sure... Well, I could beat Jeremy Hunt. I can I beat Jeremy Hunt in Jeremy Hunt's own home. I mean, I'm, I'm, the only political view I'll express on this one is Jer- anyone but Jeremy Hunt. I mean, over my dead body, I genuinely mm. am appalled by that man um, on so many different counts, whether it's Remain or well, it's not going to be. It's, it's not going to be. And, and an awful lot of people say, oh, don't don't try and dethrone Boris Johnson mm. because you'll end up with one like Jeremy Hunt because everyone was saying he's a front runner. I've, I've been saying to everyone, never going to happen. Mm. No, it's never going to happen. Realistically, it's possible Jeremy Hunt could fall away today possibly Nadim Sahawi um, Suela Braverman uh, the Attorney General uh, she um, she looks like she you know she's very she's at risk but the key thing here is it's all about the second preferences isn't it yeah. so you had your first choice candidate and we've already seen a few like you know people from, who were supporting uh, Shaps moving uh, and, and Sajid Javid he has yet to declare for a candidate mm. uh, you don't necessarily take all your MPs who voted for you with you or will, declared for you um, the question is really it's going to be Rishi Sunak I mean the smart money was Rishi Sunak is in the final two yeah. the question is who is the other one and there's a, there's a lot of anyone but Rishi mm. uh, action from Boris Loyalist like Nadine Dorries and Jacob Rees smog yeah um they reckon that liz truss is their best bet as the foreign secretary a lot of people have, there's a lot of support for kemi badenoch and penny mordant as well yes right? i mean those are really interesting ones because i think yeah we, we saw that with the first conservative home poll that penny mordant was out at the top and that surprised a lot of people and since then you know the whole issue around her past when it comes to lgbt issues is becoming more and more prominent and i well, do wonder LGBT, whether it's or just not... it's just whether or not she thinks a trans woman is a woman yeah that's it See, for most people, I know it's not the biggest issue. We've got, you know, issues of people trying to, you know, keep keep their livelihoods and, and pay their bills. It's a sanity question. Well, it's a it's, it's a sort of the basic. Question. If you believe, <laughs> if you think a trans woman is a woman, mm. you're either insane because it's not biologically possible, yeah. or you're lying. Well, that's now the both thing. of those are issues for me. Yeah, that's the thing. It's it's kind of the basis of 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 the family of society is what is this? What is this? And they basis they sort of, of our language. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it is kind of fundamental. I understand a lot of people say, "Oh, it's not that important compared to cost of living." Eh, it kind of is, but you know. Uh, I think that that wasn't necessarily priced in and the fact that she's not doing very well at defending her position on this and some people are saying that she's not being entirely truthful. I think that a lot of party members have got to think, 
would the general uh, public actually like this? You know, to be to be an issue with a potential prime minister. You need to kind of take it out election. as an issue. You do, and she's not done that very well. And the yeah. other one, of course, is uh, Kemi Badenoch, who I don't think anybody really expects, and even now, I don't think anybody expects to win. But is clearly quite popular with a lot of members, yeah. even if she's not that popular I mean, with she, MPs. She has been, I mean, a, a brave fighter for sanity on lots of yeah. fronts in terms of things like net zero, um, and uh, and and also on you know on on things like the gender issue. And just and and race issues, diversity issues, and she's just absolutely just you know just bats these people away. Mm. She is, I bet she Penny Morden and Kemi Badenoch are both superb at the dispatch book. Yes, and that is important. But mm. again, you know, we as we saw with William Hague as Tory party uh, leader when he was in the opposition years against Blair, mm. um, you can be great at the dispatch books. Does that actually deliver? Um, lots of people were raving about Kemi Badenoch's launch yesterday. I did think the decision of Tom Tugendhat and Kemi Badenoch to launch exactly at the same time as Rishi Sunak was perhaps a bit questionable. Mm. Uh, he, you know, he is he is you know, the former chancellor. He is the front runner. Um, he he's been talking about obviously he's the only candidate who was not saying instant tax cuts. Yeah. Um, he's now saying tax cuts when not if being responsible. All of that. He's giving a lot of praise to Boris Johnson yesterday. He'll be aware that people will see him as... Um, I mean, people think of... Uh, I mean, the Daily Mail today talk about Sajid Javid as the assassin. Of, <laughs> Bar- the only assassin of Boris Johnson was Boris Johnson, for goodness sake. Um, uh, Boris Johnson brought himself down. Um, uh, you could say these people propped him up too long. Um, yeah. But but it, it, is, it is interesting. I mean, the attacks from Nadine Dorries and Jacob Rees-Mogg, Jacob Rees-Mogg calling him mm. um, a socialist. Yeah, well... That happens a lot, though, doesn't it? I mean, you're right. It was much less the assassination of Caesar and much more sort of a a Japanese samurai committing (laughs) harakiri. Um, Very slowly and painfully, it must be said. But, yeah, Um, I think... I personally, I did wonder whether or not Nadine Doris uh, coming out for Liz Truss was necessarily helpful to Liz Truss. I I've got wondered to be that as well. Um, yes. I did wonder maybe this was actually a, a sabotage attempt. And, you know, um, uh, Jacob Rees-Mogg doing the same. Uh, I think, yeah, as you say, it'll be Rishi in the final three. Um, but after that, I mean, Tom Tuganat is one that I, pers- I personally am not especially keen on him, but he has done quite well. He's seen as an independently minded person. Again, he's a bit regular on the show. We spoke to him earlier in the week. Um, Nadim Sahawi, uh, as Chancellor, was mm. Education Secretary. Again, a month ago, I'd have put money on him as very, very likely to win the leadership. Mm. Um, that doesn't seem... I mean, we'll talk to him about, you know, what went wrong because he, a lot of people... It was at the uh, Spectator Party. We might have heard quite a lot about the day, you know, that, that Boris Johnson resigned because this is where all the cabinet ministers turn up. Boris Johnson, former editor, one might have expected him to turn up, but he didn't. Um, but um, lots of talk about how Nadim Sahawi, how he... You know, the manoeuvring, that people accusing him of being sort of Machiavellian in terms of sort of, uh, you know, threatening... He claims he did threatening to leave as Education Secretary, resign unless you got the top job of Chancellor, mm. and then going to the Prime Minister within 24 hours and say, you need to go. A lot of people saying, yeah, that's that's perhaps done him in. I think he rolled the dice, and I think you're right, it was that last bit where he said the Prime Minister has got to go that made people go, well, what was the point of all of that? Up until that point, he could make the argument of saying, look, it's all about stability, there needs to be a Chancellor, and I've stepped into the role. After that, you know, 24 hours later, when he goes, right, yeah. off you pop, it's a kind of a, ah, right, so you're not really that, yeah. that well, big in stability, we will We will look at uh, all the front pages, uh, and I'm also asking you a Twitter question today. What would you rather be doing... <laughs> watching the Tory leadership contest bearing in mind it's going to be taking about another two months The Breakfast Briefing with Julia Hartley Brewer on Talk Radio Thanks for listening to the Julia Hartley Brewer Daily If you liked what you heard please subscribe and give me a good review and don't forget to catch me on the Talk Radio Breakfast Show every weekday from 6.30 until 10 Hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.